To Beyond, Beyond the, the Void. Void Horror Podcast. That's right. It's episode 277. We are back from the birthday week that we had last week. And this week, we're going to be talking about our House of the Dead franchise, which has two movies that are absolute shit. Yep. Maybe. We'll see. <laughs> a lot of people don't like them. There's a lot of like groans when you mention the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's probably a lot of reasons because, you know, I think this was like back when... I don't know. It was like before reboots and things like that. Well, it was the year after Resident Evil came out. Right. There was a lot of movies that were coming out. It was almost like the first surge of zombie movies and um, the adaptation of video games. Right. They were trying to re-push some stuff from video games out because it was kind of like bland or something like that, but it just never worked Mm -hmm. because there was never a budget until we got into our 2010s and then things started... Like they're now they have the money to actually put it out and TV is actually pretty profitable. And people want to see it. Right. People are, well, now we got streaming services and shit that everybody's trying to push themselves. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's what we'll talk about here this week. These two movies, we're going to kind of do our rundowns, what we think of them and some of the scenes that were in the movies and things like that. How are you doing? How did you? No, no, no. How was your birthday? Oh. Tell everybody how your birthday went. Oh, it was pretty fun. We had a really good time. We had a stream on uh, Wednesday night that uh, quite a few people showed up that to. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, we had a blast. We, we were there a lot longer than Christina we was there. You guys missed out. If you didn't make it there, you suck. Uh, we had a, we did have a really good time, though. We were making jokes, and it was like listening to the podcast, literally. Yeah, Like, live. live. Yeah. Like, that's how it was. We had to watch our mouths, though. <laughs> yeah. We drank. Uh, I took some gummies. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So thank you guys for coming. I appreciate that. A lot of people just stopped in for a little while, came back, stayed. Mm-hmm. Like it was just all over the place, just kind of like in and out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we yeah. Went, we went to Zio. We bought some movies. Oh, yeah. The next day we went to Zio. I, well, first of all, I woke up with a fucking migraine. That sucked. I woke up extra early so that I could be ready. And it was 8.45 in the morning, and I'm fucking sitting there doubled over in pain, feeling nauseous and sick, which was awesome. I was like, happy birthday. Mm -hmm. So that pushed everything ahead like three hours because I had to go back to sleep to shake it off. (laughs) And then we went to Zia Record Exchange to go check out some movies, which unfortunately they didn't really have that much there. Right. So at least not that I would pay money for. We were looking for the stuff we were looking for. Like they had stuff I wanted, but it was like $40, $50 for, you know, a 4K. Like Jesus (laughs) Christ, dude. It's not that much fucking clarity. 
shouldn't cost that much money to fucking why people are charging so much is ridiculous it's because it's new and it's only collectors buying it that's why well fuck them like that's bullshit right like I understand it's like ten twenty thousand dollars for like a thousand copies but come on man uh <laughs> we went to the movie theater yeah we went to go see everything or every one everything everywhere everything, everywhere everything everywhere all at once right that's what it, is. it was cute yeah it's by the directors of the swiss army man movie it was a uh, pretty touching heartfelt wild crazy just insanely bizarre fucking movie it was a great like artistic movie right this is definitely it's an a24 film mm-hmm. but is it 823 or 824? It's, it's 824. 824. Okay, I was like, wait a second, am I getting this wrong? Some fan fan people out there are like, you motherfucker! You, you should know! I got tattoos on my nuts! <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, would I ever get a tattoo of like a... A film company? Like a film company? I'm I don't think I would. I'm Blum, Blumhouse on my chest. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> Some like, like college tattoo, like, you know, like the fucking college letters. Blumhouse! <laughs> King said, bitches. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, we, we went and saw that. That was fucking crazy. Uh, I was like emotional. It was like, it's an emotional ride. It's one of those like, you know, the first two acts are just so bizarre. And then the third act is just like pure like, okay, guys, now it's time to cry. You know? <laughs> so if you're if you're ever touched by uh, family members or people that you've had in and out of your life, it's it's kind of a moving experience to make you realize that it doesn't matter how much time you have or what you do in your life. The people that you share it with are the most important. And it's really, really fucking deep on that level, man. There's some really funny things in it. And Jamie Lee Curtis, one of the scream queens, is in it. And she is fucking nuts in this movie. Yeah. Like, it's funny. Did you notice? Yeah, she's dressed like the sloth <laughs> from, uh, what's that, Monsters, Inc.? What was that movie called? Was it Monsters, Inc.? Well, they they did all kinds of stuff yeah. with it. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah. Literally multiverse. We're talking million, um, tr- um, infinite possibilities of, like, all these people, and it's mm-hmm. it's bizarre, man. Uh, if you like Swiss Army, man, you'll definitely like this. This is better than that by a landslide. But, you know, it is a little fucking ADD at times, and I'm sure it's a little overwhelming for some people. Because there's, like, Joe... I mean, you could... This is a movie you could watch, like, literally a bunch of times and find something new in. Mm-hmm. Because there is just so much. And fucking Short Round and fucking... Uh, Data from fucking Goonies is in it. He's the he, dad. He just came back to acting because he saw the the crazy rich, crazy rich Asians. Yeah, and I just realized he's fucking good, dude. Yeah, he is. I was really was happy to see it. him. Instantly, I was like, oh, short round. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from fucking Indiana Jones. I can't think of his name. I feel so disrespectful, but that's my childhood kid. You know what I mean? Like, I loved him when I was a kid. Right. If you didn't watch Indiana Jones and fucking... Temple of Doom. Tem- well, yeah. Temple of Doom. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, num, shibum. Um, num, shibum. <laughs> that's a great movie. Uh, uh, but anyway, yeah, we watched that. And what else? Oh, we made mac and cheese <laughs> with true. bacon in it. And I put a little too much flour in it, but uh, whatever. It tastes good anyway. It's good. Christina was picky about it, but I, I, I fucking loved well, it. It makes me hurt. like Yeah, doubled over in shits. 
<laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for all the happy uh, birthday wishes and all that stuff. It was a blast, and I'm going to miss it for a year because now everybody's going to treat me like shit again, and uh, <laughs> including Christina. Until next year. <laughs> so I told her. Birthday's like, the, over. The next day, she's like, what? Birthday's over, back to and bitch mode. And I was like, mode. oh, birthday's over, huh? Back to bitch mode. Well, now, now the funny thing is, is I'm trying to quit smoking, so I got this. You're on day one of not smoking. How do you feel? I'm using this uh, circle water water dispenser. dispenser that has like different flavors and stuff. Kind of cool. If you guys are interested, we can give you like a discount on that. Um, I don't know if anybody's interested, but I'm doing Just- it to curb my smoking. So like I have this routine. I go outside after I have breakfast and eat and get ready and everything like that and feed Murray. Give I give him a treat and then I go outside. And then this is when I smoke. And then at night before I go to bed, I take Murray out. And I was like, how am I going to go outside without something? So I got this water bottle and all these different flavors, which so far I'm pretty impressed. I am too. Like it's straight up water, but it has flavors that you can like use in this little squeeze thing or not a squeeze thing, but like a. Um, and it's not like those enhancement drops. It's like, right. Yeah, no, it's- you don't put anything in. It. It's not like I like a. Uh, kool-aid or anything but it kind of has that taste yeah the flavor dispensal is in the nozzle so you only get the flavor like if you suck it through the nozzle dude there's like fucking coffee they had coffee which is interesting it tastes pretty good actually i don't know if i like the vanilla i'm probably like the regular better Mm -hmm. we'll see but it tastes like coffee and there's caffeine in it and shit so Mm -hmm. hopefully this helps curb my fucking uh smoking habit because after dealing with bronchitis for four months Mm -hmm. i'm pretty done with coughing and i don't want to die of cancer that way because that was terrible Mm -hmm. four months of coughing and just wheezing and not breathing well i thought i had the c-bomb and shit and no right I can't even imagine what that would be. And you like. go through this every year. Yeah, I'm lucky I haven't gotten anything. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> so I think it might be that time. What time is it? Horse shots! All right, guys. So we decided to pick House of the Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, part two, uh, technically. Surpri- surprisingly. Yeah. Um, so in House of the Dead 2, there's a goal and a story, whereas the first one, there is no story, and you wonder why it was even made. <laughs> <laughs> but in this story, in part two, they're seeking out patient zero the or first the first zombie because they figure they can like basically kind of retrofit a vaccine to cure everybody mm-hmm. or at least protect somebody and so they send in this team of people into this town that's been infected for like a month and has over been overturned and they basically go in and fucking get it but uh yeah it's a silly movie but we figured we picked that so we're calling this one Generation Zero. That's right. That's what they called it. Yeah, it was, they called it, it Generation Gen Zero. It's like the stupidest fucking name to me. That's well, no, why I, I don't think so. Every time I hear you say Generation Zero, I'm like, ugh. It's hey, a video game, actually. It- a really good one. Oh, is it? Yeah, a decent one. I don't one. fucking know. <laughs> well, don't start hating things. <laughs> <laughs> so what is in a Generation, Generation Zero? Zero? 
Why don't you tell us, Christina, since you're the one that made them? All right, we got a half a shot of 99 Black Cherry because we finally got 99s back in my local Walgreens. Yeah, we got a little <laughs> special pack. And then uh, we got a half a shot of just vodka and then a smidge of grenadine for the blood. We're trying to make it reddish. And then we put it in a syringe. A syringe? A syringe. Yeah, you know, because, you know, that's, you know, how they got the fucking... Uh, yeah, she got these all the shot. way back when we did a reanimator shot. Yep. Like years ago. Like, I think it was like the first year we started this. Yep. And I think we've used them for like Halloween and stuff like that. You but, might be right. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, so is there a so, special way I'm supposed to take this since you put some in the syringe? You could eat that they're squirted in your mouth. <laughs> in oh, syringe. so I can suck it all the way up? Yeah. Or you can just put it in the shot glass. And if you go to the website, the pictures will be on there if you want to see it or I'll post it on social media. Okay, well, it's not fitting all the way in there, so there's more than a shot in Alex there. spilled mine, so how was oh. it? Oh, good. I'm glad he spilled mine on <laughs> his face. Oh. Yeah, I knew it would be bad. That is... Ooh, that's really strong. That should have used Armorello. Here, you want to try it? No. <laughs> there's just a little bit at the bottom. Move. Ugh. Well, two hey. shitty movies. <laughs> two shitty shots. <laughs> you're going to try it? All right, tell them. Describe what you're doing. I'm watering it down with some bubbly. <laughs> I don't. Oof. After filling a syringe, that was like two shots. You put like two shots in I that. didn't. I did half of that 99 bottle, like you okay, said. Okay, let me just tell you something here. And then I did a half a shot of. How many milliliters are in an ounce? <sighs> oh, God. I don't know. There's 30. So I filled it all the way up. So yeah, it was one shot. Yeah, it see? was over a shot, is what I'm saying. Just a little bit because of the grenadine. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that, but it was strong. It didn't feel like there was grenadine in it at all. It's that 99 proof shit, dude. I swear to God, that stuff is strong. That's why I didn't want to use a half. Anyway, anyway. if you want to be a badass agent from the movie House of the Dead Two to seek out a syringe full of Generation Zero. All you had to do is go to longlidthevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shot section now. That's it for horror shots. Christina's faking mimicking I, me. I'm, I'm lip syncing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, guys, so let's jump into our flesh and potatoes this week of House of the Dead from 2003 and House of the Dead 2, 2005. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and do that right now. All right. So the first one is obviously House of the Dead from 2003. Christina, you want to kick it off? Sure, a group of college students travels to a mysterious island to attend a rave. Remember those from the 90s, the raves, remember? Yeah. Okay. Which is They had the Jenko jeans in there too, but yeah, they totally. were from this was 2000 so they were probably like caffeine or something. Oh, yeah, cuz they started knocking them off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they went to a mysterious island to attend a rave, which is soon taken over by bloodthirsty zombies. Mm. Yay! Tagline the dead walk, you run, mm. bitch. I added the it bitch It does not part. bitch. Yeah, it's no bitch. <laughs> I added the bitch part. <laughs> this was directed by Yui Bowl. No, Yui Bowl. Yui Bowl. Uh, he also did Alone in the Dark from 2005, Seed, and Blood Rain 
2005. Many, many more. Yep. Written by Mark Atman, who also did The Thirst, uh, Dead and Deader, uh, and it was written by Dan Bates. This is his only writing credit, and written by Dave Parker. Uh, he did a segment in Tales from Halloween from 2015, and he also wrote The Dead Reborn from 2013. Sounded like they were pretty addicted to zombies. Yeah. It always seems to be everybody's like one movie that they have to do, you know? I gotta do a zombie film. I gotta put it in Yeah, the, I gotta yeah, put my touch on it, yeah. <sighs> and they're all the same. <laughs> or worse. All right, we all right. Starring Jonathan Cherry, who plays Rudy, he was in Wolf Cop, right? And another Wolf Cop, the greatest movies ever. Final Destination Two, where he gets chopped by the fence. Yep. Which is such a cool scene in that movie, by the way. We need to watch those. That that movie in particular has some of the coolest. Like the first opening mm-hmm. is so great. Like mm-hmm. the whole everybody running into each other, like. It's got the log scene that everybody always talks about when they're on the road and they see the trucks oh, yeah. and the logs. Classic. Yeah. A Tyrone Litson, who plays Simon. Uh, he was in a Master of Horror series, uh, Valor- Valerie on the Stairs, the one directed by Mick Garris. Okay. Uh, he was also in Seed from t- 2006, Blood Rain, 2007, and Farley from 2008. Clint Howard, who plays Salish. Who has been in fucking everything. Yeah. Ice Cream Man. Yep. Uh, Leprechaun. A solo. A Star Wars series. Oh, yeah. You got a lot of fun here, old huh? <laughs> uh, Rock and Roll High School. Evil Speaks. He was in Splash. He was in Night Shift. He was in Silent Deadly Night 4 and Silent 5. Silent Night Deadly oh, Night. Oh, Silent Night Deadly Night 4. 4 and 5. Yeah. And he was in Ticks. Oh, God. He's been in so much. Yeah, I, I almost bought that Ticks movie at the at the thing, but it was like yeah, 40 bucks. I wanted it. One. Yeah. Okay, we have Ona Grauro, who plays Alicia. Uh, she was in Dead Rising 4, Elysium, uh, Seattle Superstorm, which I think we've seen, uh, Yeti, Curse of the Storm Demon, <laughs> and Alone in the Dark for 2005. We also have Ellie Korn, who plays Casper. She was in Halloween 4 and 5. She's also in House of the Dead 2, The Thirst, and Dead and Deader. The budget on this film was $12 million. And yes, it made 13.8 at the box office. Oh, so it was a success. Technically, no. <laughs> I mean, you want because you have to advertising money too. Yeah, you got to make double. Yeah, you got to make you got to make quadruple. Right. Technically, to be a knockout success, if you do double, then you're you're doing okay. It's not as much of a risk. So, and Alex. Yes. Was it worth the twelve million dollar budget? No. <laughs> so first of all, we know we've seen these movies. I remember. We went into this pretty much open, you know, we haven't seen it in so long on, you know, we wanted to have very open, understanding arms to embrace this movie without any judgments. We both got to see this in the theater when we were younger and we both didn't remember it too fondly, but we did go into this movie with zero expectations and we were kind of excited, actually. Right. And we came out really disappointed. (laughs) (laughs) So the movie starts out. All right. Like it's a typical horror movie. You know, kids are going to a party or something. Typical stupid shitty banter between all of them. There's Boobs. a Yeah, there's a rave <laughs> on an island and the, 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 that turns sour. There's some decent actors in it. You know, although a lot of them deliver these terrible lines like very well. Terrible. Horrible. Like they're real terrible. 
But shortly after they get to the island, the movie falls apart. There's a big rave on the island, and you'd think, oh, the movie would do an unthinkable thing as showing the rave getting disrupted by zombies. Nope. Nope. Not going to do that. We'll just save that for a quick little 10-second flashback scene. What? <laughs> like, every zombie movie that's worth its salt has that rush moment, right? Right. It has that moment. Like, I mean, not every, but a lot of the ones that I love have that moment where everything goes to shit. Mm-hmm. And you get to experience it. It's a rush. This movie does none of that. There's no suspense. There's nothing. So it's just the guest showing up, slowly getting picked off one by one by zombies, sort of a slasher style, which to slasher fans might might be OK. I don't know. But to us zombie fans or to anybody who likes zombie fans, they want that rush. It's completely gone. That definitely ain't your typo. This is not a typical fucking zombie film, by the way. There are some creative things in the movie, though, that I do like that they did with some of the zombies. But it's really just kind of minimal weird shit that they do that I haven't seen in other movies. So I guess it stands out a little bit more because of it. But I like that they kind of make the zombies have red eyes mm-hmm. that are like LED red, red glowing eyes. And as stupid as that sounds, and as like not realistic as it is, it just looks cool. Is it a reflection on the video game, though? Mm, I don't think uh, any of them had red glowing eyes. Oh, there may have been glowing eyes in it, but I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. It looks terrible, but for whatever reason, it's just appealing to me. So when I say red, I mean like super red light bulb eyes, which is cheesy as fuck, but. It's also kind of awesome to me in a way, like a like you would see it in a like music video kind of awesome way. Mm-hmm. But other than that, not even the bullet time matrix or Max Payne slow down spinning shots that make it supposedly interesting can save it. All those 360 shots that they whip around the camera around people like really fast. In order to do that bullet time, they have to whip the camera around them like faster than normal. Mm-hmm. And that's super dangerous. They don't actually do that anymore. They stopped doing it after this movie, in fact. Oh, really? (laughs) Supposedly. I don't know. Maybe there's a safer way they found out since then, but this is one of the movies that stopped doing it. I couldn't find anything or anybody got hurt on the set, so I don't know. It just is very risky for the actors getting hurt or killed by fast-moving cameras. So Mm -hmm. now we know why that, that sergeant in this movie loses their legs. You know, and (laughs) returns all grumpy, you know. (laughs) Goddamn bullet cameras. (laughs) Anyway, the movie seems to think that adding bits of uh, original game game clips that are distorted in different colors will actually make the movie better. No. It definitely doesn't. It's annoying. And despite one time where they compare a zombie with like an axe to the axe man that like throws axes in the game. It's pointless and pretty obligatory, you know, like it mostly feels like it's just peppered in to sort of fatten up the runtime for the film so that they didn't have anything because they ran out of fucking shit. Mm -hmm. And you figure, oh, five seconds here, that'll add up to five minutes, you know, like by the end of the movie, which Lord, this movie gets so full of itself that it becomes inane, like inane is in boring Mm -hmm. and it's really trying as a as a viewer. Like the first half I can handle, but the second half, mm-hmm. like it was just like, please just get this over with. After that, it's it's just complete bore ride. Like, honestly, there's a lot more action and things that happen, but the acting in it and the fight scenes are so terrible. 
you do get to see like gore and shit like that, a popping heads and stuff like that, which is okay. I don't know. I just doesn't matter how many people die or how many heads and gore are shown on the screen from them shooting them and stuff like that. The gore is okay. It's it's nothing like super memorable, mm-hmm. but it's it's there a, a bit. Lots of like gunshots head exploding mostly. You know, a lot of uh, afterthought practical effects too. I just think that like maybe the story on this one is just not good at all. It doesn't make any sense. They try to like do this like prequel format that you bowl had where they go back before the first video game to this guy who was trying to come up with, you know, more immortality or whatever. And it's like in there, but it's not really good. It's like this movie just feels like a really extremely over budget, like, I don't know, straight to video movie from the 90s. Right. They had too much money. They didn't put it where it really mattered. Some people said that they spent it wisely and got enough you know, locations and stuff with the 12 million that they got. I don't know. It's just not that impressive to me. And the house of the dead, by the way, you would think, oh, there's this big house, you know. Nope. It's the it's a shack of the dead. It looked like a carnival ride, you know. It looked like it was built that day, kind of. Yeah, it was bad. Like if you were on the an island. Mm-hmm. Styrofoam. Uh, so, uh, taping like suitcases and shit together to like make some sort of like, you know, way to not get rained on. <laughs> I mean, inside's bigger than that, but it just compared to what the actual House of the Dead is like in the game. It's a it's a it's a shy uh, quite a bit different, but I get it. You know, they didn't have that much budget, but still, it just feels like a non start. If you think about it, I, I just don't think Sega, who signed off on them making this movie really had any of their hands tied to the project to kind of protect the property. And and don't get me wrong, those who have actually played the games already know that the English in those games is fucking terrible. <laughs> so really, this should have been a slam dunk. Right. Because, like, seriously, in the game, they're like, oh, my God, help me. <laughs> like, it sounds like a robot. Right, because it is. Thanks for the help, buddy. <laughs> That's how they talk. Like, right. it's really ridiculous. Uh, I watched a lot of the like uh, videos of the old game and shit just to ch- just to check it out. I had it on like uh, Dreamcast. You know, they still have that arcade version over here at our arcade over here, like the actual mm. one where you go sit in it and then there's the two guns and the you first sh- one or you shut the curtain. I don't know which one it okay, is. Okay, because but... the second one was on Dreamcast and the third one I think was on Dreamcast and like PlayStation two and xbox original xbox Mm -hmm. i can't remember it's been a while but yeah back when we had arcades shit that was like long before this (laughs) well yeah personally i don't even think sticking to the story would have made this movie better but you know adding some monsters that you saw in the game like with practical effects probably would have helped a little bit but the most they do in this is like moss zombies and that's it you know it's like that's that's all you're gonna get anyways I really wanted to like it more this time, but this one is just like a three out of a 10 for me. It's boring, mm-hmm. but only halfway of it is boring. So I, I wouldn't, I would give it a lower score than that. I've seen worse where movies from start to finish suck. Mm-hmm. It's bad, but it's it's not the worst thing I've seen. Some, some movies really can have some charm to it's like schlocky crap. I just don't think that there was much of that charm here. Like, no cool catch lines or anything like that 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 much, I don't think, until the second one. So, bad script, bad characters. Just didn't feel like like watching it again. I don't think I would. 
Christina. This is the only movie I've ever walked out of the theater on. <laughs> I tried to walk out during Lady in the Water, but the guy I was with wouldn't let me. Or I would have. But yeah, this one, I don't even remember which part I walked out on. So I was looking forward to watching this again to, you know, see like, oh, well, maybe, you know, got better. (laughs) I took someone on a date for this one, too. Did you? See? Look at us. (laughs) Get your water. Yeah, this is a fucking movie. I swear to fucking God. It's just irritating. The plot is annoying. The dialogue is cringy as fuck. Yeah. Oh, my God. The jokes are just fucking terrible. And there's a really prejudiced joke in it that I caught, which it was just like so hidden. And you were like, what the fuck? What? It's very oh. brosive, too. It's like. Yeah. Yeah. Like a bunch of jockey t- dudes that like I just uh, yeah, typical identify yeah. with. <laughs> right. It's like if they're getting shredded, I mean, I guess I don't care, but, you know. And they tried to, like, preserve some of the shots of, like, the video game, like you were saying, with the bullet shots and stuff. But it just, it didn't work. And then putting the flashes of the game instead of, like, maybe recreating those scenes with the physical zombies and stuff. Like, why the fuck didn't they do that? I think they just put it in for fatten up the fucking runtime, I'm telling you. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they were just trying to be like, hey, this is, look, look, this movie's like the game. Look at us. Look at us. But yeah, the character, yeah, like you said, the characters are the worst. Those male characters are the worst. There was barely any zombie kills. But I did like, like you said about the red eyes and stuff, I did like the zombie effects. I thought they looked good. I thought it did look like the video game. Right, sure. The zombies look like the zombies from the video game. Some of them, cool. the moss ones. Right, yeah, like you said. Um, but yeah, the set sucked. I don't understand where this budget went. They used styrofoam graves, <laughs> like headstones. I mean, that's pretty typical, but they shouldn't allow it to no, be, but it, you, to make it seem that way. Right. It was. Ugh, why did we watch this? This is dumb. <laughs> I'm <laughs> glad we're getting it over with. Hey, man. Me too. I was hoping it would be a little bit more fun, but it wasn't even that. It wasn't cheesy. If they would have went in on this and be like, let's have a cheesy good time. Yeah, no, they didn't. I don't even know if they did that, if it, it would have helped. The acting was horrendous. One out of ten. <laughs> I, I would have walked on the, out of this again, but I was in my fucking living room, so I couldn't walk out on it. <laughs> <laughs> One out of ten? One out really? of ten. Pure garbage. <laughs> wow, man. I think you're wrong on that. I'm not saying that you're not allowed to give it that, but I really do think you're wrong on that because we've seen worse movies than this. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. This is one All right, of my well, worst I'm, movies. You, you wanna, Plus, you wanna, this is my you, second time trying to watch it. You know what you just instigated? I'm what? gonna make. I'm gonna what make you watch the worst fucking shit I've ever seen. Yeah. And no, then you we're won't. gonna. You're gonna be like, oh, I have to move the House of the Dead back up to like a ten now. Whatever. I don't care. <laughs> I can give them all ones. It doesn't matter. I can give them all ones. All right. All right. God. I just think ones. I don't, don't think it's a one. Don't gatekeep me, Alex. That's what you're I'm doing, not right? You are. Yes, you are. You're telling me I can't score what you're I want. You're shit gating. That's what you are. No, you are. You don't. It's one on. If anyone has seen this movie, they would know. Okay. Okay. I don't know. Come on, let's move forward. I want to get through this. I can say like a two point <laughs> five, maybe no, a two, but no, not it's a not. One. It's a one. It, so the screen was black and there was nothing on it and it was just an ass with shit sliding and out I'm of it. And I'm only giving it a one because the zombies look cool. That is the only, that is my uh, one. That's it. Guys, help me pick out one of the worst movies in the world so I can force her to watch it. 
to change her opinion on mm-hmm. what ones are because I want to show her. I want to show you what a real one is. I don't care. You want to see a one? Oh, fine. I'll watch another one. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you that it's better than th- this is better than a lot of movies. Okay, good for you. All right. It's not about me being my score being you right. Gave, it has nothing it, to do with that. You by gave the way. it a three. That's still a terrible score because it's a terrible movie. Right. And I almost wanted to give it like a like a two point five. Then why didn't you? Because I don't know. There's some things that I didn't mind about the movie. Did I like well, it? No. Maybe you're wrong. Ones are too low. They should be rarer than shit. Dude, I would give this a negative. Can we? I'm going in a negative. This is a negative five. Just total disrespect. Negative five, Alex. Pure garbage. Okay, well, you're forcing forcing my hand now. I am literally going to make us watch some of the worst movies ever now. It's fine. Okay. Well, I'm just going to keep tossing them at you. (laughs) Uh, Anyway, so I guess... Christine has never seen a movie this bad in her entire life. This is the first movie ever. Except Lady in the I Water. I totally disagree, but yeah, okay. Anyway, we do have some trivia on this movie, and uh, I'm going to get into that now. Obviously, if you don't want anything spoiled in this movie, you don't have to listen past here. If you give two shits about it, then join us. But here's your warning. So the reviews of this movie were so bad that Danish cinemas refused to buy any in their country understandable (laughs) i thought that was funny apparently jonathan cherry i'm not really sure who he was in house of the dead oh he was he was the main guy he burned like 30 percent of his hand on the second day of shooting this movie it was an omen yeah the scene on the bridge where he hurts his hand was shot later to explain the bandage he had to wear omen yeah well i mean he got paid I bet you got pretty pretty good you for this got movie a too. Fucking workman's comp. So all that game footage, there about apparently there is like thirty two video clips from the original game that appears in this movie. That's a lot. Yeah, twenty six appear during a ten ten minute battle in front of the house where they do right. all the, the annoying the camera things. The annoying like ten minute scene yeah. where they just did the flashes. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> I thought it was uh, so good. This is great. Uh, so when Tyrone Lightso first meets Jurgen Prochnow, which Will Sanderson says, geez, who's the U-boat commander? Uh-huh. In the, in the, and it's in Jurgen Prochnow played a U-boat commander in Das Boot from 1981. Oh. So. Okay. He was the skipper. I don't know if you said his name in it, did you? No. I don't think so. There's too many. He's one of the most recognizable actors in the movie, actually. He's, he's more, you know. What the hell was he thinking doing this? Uh, money. There's a big money. I bet you it was big money yeah. to do this. Anyway, uh, there is a director's cut, which one of our viewers and listeners and uh, Twitch watchers uh, and friends, Plemke, bought me, which Thanks, we Plemke. I watched uh, today. <laughs> and it is interesting because what they do is they kind of like... They don't restore any, like, extra footage and put it in. Instead, they, like, put in, like, jokes and stuff like that. Like they, like, dub it or? No, they just pause the movie for a second and then put, like, a little bubble up like they did on VH1 back in the day. And it would be like, oh, there's boobs getting ready to come on the screen. Boobs again? And it's like, yeah, boobs. Stupid shit like that. Like, okay. Oh, okay. And, and, it, and it doesn't really, it's just making fun of itself. Oh, okay. Because what happened is, is I think it was uh, Artisan Entertainment sold it to Lionsgate, the property. Mm-hmm. 
or the 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 property rights to do another movie. Uh huh. And then Lionsgate owns one and two now. Lucky them. Yeah, for the movie rights anyway. You think I don't it know. will? You think it will come out on 4K? Oh God, no, <laughs> no. That was a joke. Yeah. Oh, and that's how you know that 4K really isn't all that expensive is when they put out <laughs> shit like that. Right. Yeah, on 4K, it's like, come that on, no dude. one will buy because it's shit. <laughs> I don't know. Some people might like these. That doesn't mean it's bad to them. You know, I'm just saying. Some people like it for the so bad it's good nature, but for me, this just wasn't that so bad it's good. It really wasn't. It was so bad it was bad. It was an S. It was not an S big. It was an S bid. (laughs) It was an S bid. So bad bad it's it's don't. Yeah, so bad it's don't. So screenwriter Dave Parker has said multiple times his version of the screenplay was trashed and apparently completely rewritten. And what you see on screen is not his screenplay. That's why there's so many fucking writers. Well, it's not even that. I think it's, you know, like usually when they bring in a lot of different writers, they all have specific jobs. Like like when there's a romantic comedy, they'll bring in a romance writer and a comedic writer and then they work together to write this movie because then they like have the best of both worlds Mm -hmm. this they apparently you know wanted to have all these different things too but they just took a lot of what he wrote and just trashed it so i don't know Hmm. but yeah that's pretty much it for some of the trivia and stuff there really wasn't a whole lot on this movie but we do have a couple of scenes and things that we could talk about in this movie. Do we? I like that Clint Howard was in this movie. He's just terrible, like, in the... Always that way. That's how he always acts. He brightens up the movie. I don't know. It was just nice to see him. I mean, he's been in so many of the 90s movies that I watched and the uh-huh. 80s movies that I've seen that you kind of know what kind of movie you're in for when you see him. Right. And he's so silly in this movie. He's like, what you doing there? <laughs> it's weird that Solish, the character he plays, and then the the skipper, skipper's so serious, you know what I mean, mm-hmm. compared to to Clint Howard. Oh, I've got to go. There's there's something on that on that island. And he's wearing like this full rain, like yellow rain jacket. Yeah, it's so like, stereotypical. Who, who was it? Like Curious George? Didn't he wear that? The rain no, jacket? It or? was fucking Paddington Bear. Oh, you're I don't fucking of. know. <laughs> I didn't have a childhood like that. But yeah, you're talking about Paddington Bear and the magic mirror. I see Billy. I see Susie. I have no idea. But yeah, that guy or that teddy bear, whatever. Okay. (laughs) That's some old shit I just mentioned there. So people are like, oh, God. What the hell are you talking about? I hated the narration in the beginning and in the end. <laughs> yeah, really. It was horrible. You know what why are they, 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 doing? they added that as, as a because the movie didn't flow right. So they added it in. Probably. And to just make it flow worse. Just so people <laughs> understood what was going on. I guarantee you people watched it like, and were why like. Why are they getting on a boat? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like they had to kind of explain. They wanted to give it this sort of dialogue or whatever. I think in the game they do stuff like that a little bit too. Mm-hmm. There's like characters like I can't remember their name. Like one of them is called G and he's just like an agent. And I don't know. It, it, it's been a while since I've really played them. But that's that's mm-hmm. what I remember. Did you notice the Prodigy ripoff song in yes. the beginning? Oh, my God. I was like, Firestarter. Twisted Firestarter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was horrible. 
Yeah, that's how they that's how they tried to do it, like to try to give it some sort of like edgy like, oh look, we're going to a rave. Let's get on the boat. We're on the boat. Let's to be honest, to this this movie feels kinda like like April Fool's Day. Like an old nineties movie, like that should have well, come out, you know. It what I mean? is it is an old nineties. It's from the two thousand three. Yeah. End of the nineties. They probably filmed it at the end of the nineties. Well, what I'm trying to say, Christina, is that it's late to the party. Yeah, no, it is. Okay, because it's not like current times of 2000. It's like, right. like we still had that edgy sort of thing going on with the whole 90s in the 2000s a little bit. Like mm-hmm. the beginning of 2000s, like a lot of horror movies got like really, I don't know, like they wanted to like edgelord themselves into the movies so that they showed some of the edgiest shit. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're still dealing with like a lot of the nude stuff that you don't really see that much in the movies nowadays, like just obligatory nude scenes. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we don't see that. Anymore. It's it's like in this movie. Yeah. In the in this movie, this when they're on the boat, the chick vomits on the guy. No, he vomits on oh, the girl. I'm sorry. Yeah. He vomits on her. So, of course, she has to take her shirt off. Like the whole rest of the boat, right? And then Solace comes in and he's not even looking at her boobs. He's just like, I want you to be safe. Here's a cross. <laughs> yeah, because there's vampires there. Yeah. <laughs> that might actually be better movie if they would have done that. Yeah. Oh, one of the characters is Simon. Hmm. Isn't his name? Yeah. And he always is saying, Simon says we uh, should yeah. get the fuck out of here. It's like, oh, God. Uh, yeah, it's fucking. No, dude. All right, bro. It's like, what are you from the 70s? That's right, bro. Nobody is going to understand that reference unless you were a Generation X. You know, right. because like, there's no way that anybody uses That's fucking. Simon says. Yeah, Simon says. That was like my that brother's. Was game, yeah. That was my brother's toy. Right. You know what I mean? And he's 10 years older than me. Right. <laughs> anyway, he said it, and I was just like, "Oh God!" Horrible. They have that slow motion action scene that that we were talking about, where they do a lot of flashes of the the game and stuff like that, and they were doing that three sixty shit, right? So like a, I don't want to be rude, but it was a shitty rap song. Yeah, it was. Like, it was. What was he? He's like, "I'm a fury bringer of revengeance of the house of dead," <laughs> multiple times, and then there's like rave kids who are suddenly, by the way like ninjas <laughs> or fucking you know killers you know what i mean throwing av- axes perfectly and like kicking zombie ass which makes no sense but it's like okay and they all try to escape into that tiny house of the dead right a little chapel thing yeah and that's when the main cop lady gets her legs chewed the fuck off <laughs> which she comes back in the sequel guys how? But she, but she's in a wheelchair. Yeah, she didn't have legs. Zombies ripped her legs off, Christina. Well, that means she didn't get infected because when they ripped her legs off, they they ripped the infection off. They with did it. it with a surgical knife, right? <laughs> totally. <laughs> but she needed a job, okay? There's like this guy who like tries to give a pep talk inside too, and he's like from one of the ladies who like both of the ladies do pep talk to their guys don't they i think so and then you know to get them back to being tough guys that's something that they had in the um the the director's cut which is the funny version mm-hmm. they always had this meter <laughs> anytime the guys were being pussies or not, when they were not being manly oh like a pussy meter yeah it was like a manometer that's what they called oh, it oh my god and it was just like every time that they were being you know back and forth because the characters they just keep making good and bad decisions and then the the story and the the writing is just so terrible right it's like oh 
Oh, that's there was a cool part where um the the uh, skipper Yorg whatever he's like I'm already dead and he goes out and he hears Saul's voice Saulish's voice and he's like turned into a zombie as I'll have not have you being a zombie here my friend <laughs> he shoots him in the head and then he pulls out a stick of dynamite and then the guy opens the door he's like what are you doing he's like I'm already dead and then he like lights it and then the guy runs inside and it pops him. Which was uh-huh. a pretty cool little effect. Uh huh. I mean, that was kind of cool, you know. Yeah, but it doesn't increase it to a from a one. <laughs> right. And then there's that scene where they go in the back where of the house or in the next room mm-hmm. <laughs> because the house is so small. And they go in the back and there's that tank full of like piranhas with faces. Yeah, what was with that? I don't know, but that one girl, the Alicia chick, she gets all pissed and she shoots the blood in the tank, which is the reagent. That turns oh, yeah. all the zombies that are dead on the floor back to life. And it's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, why did you shoot that? That's some smart people here. So that's how you figure out that the reagent works is that that blood mm-hmm. that he uses or something like that. And that's when Simon gets taken and he shoots a they do the slow bullet time with the, the gunpowder. Matrix. He's like, just get out of here. You know, that whole scene, the whole right. trope. Full of tropes, my God. Oh, my God. Just Annoying. get out of here. I'm dead anyway. We already said that. And you already did that before. Yeah. Blows get, it up. Blows the, the whole time. fucking house up on the whole side. You see the little model explode, the little Barbie doll house. It's like, boo. Yeah. Boo. And then, like, these characters are so stupid. Like, they're running down a tunnel, and all of a sudden, the zombies come out of the wall, which is kind of a cool scene, because the zombie moss zombies, you know what I mean? And she's like, I got this, and then she just dies. Like, everyone says they got it, and they die and they in die. this movie. And mm-hmm. it's like, no, you don't got it. Don't be a hero. Fucking just run. Right. Run. Right. That's what it says in the tagline. <laughs> it's already been, the, 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 the way out of this situation has been handed to you. And then one of their friends returns back to life and they're like, oh, hey, what's up, Greg? I thought you were dead. <laughs> like, it's no big deal. And it's the fucking bad guy who's like trying to find a fucking immortality or whatever. And he's wearing his skin right. on his face, oh my God. <laughs> which they go back in time and show his like sort of backstory of, you know, why he was coming up with the virus and why he was hung but not dying. And he like licks this girl's face in her ear. Did you notice that? With his black fucking weird tongue. Oh, I didn't notice. He's like, I just want your flesh. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, the the end fight scene, by the way, was fucking... It's ridiculous. Terrible. She gets stabbed in between her boobs, right? That was weird, yeah. And survives, okay? I don't know what that would do. Like, that would kill you, right? Yeah, like, that would kill you. Wouldn't it push the... the the solar plexus yeah, or whatever? Yeah, like into... Your heart? Yeah, into like all those organs right there. I don't understand. So Maybe she, they, yeah, that is she weird. She like passed out and then they decapitated the zombie, which was... That was kind of cool. Yeah. But, but then she wakes back up to save the day again. Like, did she survive? She I don't did survive. Remember. Yeah. But I feel the, like she would have turned into a zombie or something. Like, yeah. I was waiting for that to happen. It's like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. She stood. She stomps up. on the head. And, yeah, though. she stomps on the head. That was kind of cool, too. Yeah, she stomps on the decapitated head and then, then dies. I don't know. I couldn't figure it, it out. It was cool, but it wasn't worth sitting through all that shit to see. It's funny how, like, all the people come to save them, too. Afterwards, he's like, Who are you? And he's like, We're here to save you. And it's like, Well, you're a little fucking late. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where were you flying from? This is just off the coast. Like, there's a fucking federal agent building right there in Florida. <laughs> anyway. I would have liked to see the rave scene. That's what I'm saying. But like, I feel you know like... what? I, I bet you they, they thought, oh, maybe this is too much like Blade. Because when they were playing that song that you said, that rap song, it was kind of like a techno rap song. Which, I don't think so. I don't think it would have any. If it was, if it was raining blood, yeah, then I would think it's Blade. But just a simple party scene, no. If anything, if anybody tried to rip anything off, it would be Return of the Living Dead, Rave to the Grave, uh, the fucking sequel that that was like a side sequel to the Return of the Living Dead trilogy, mm-hmm. and it was like about a party and all these like zombies and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they actually show the whole party in the movie. Oh. That was like one of the first movies I think that had a concept of like murder in a rave. Mm-hmm. Like I think. Anyway, <laughs> I was looking that up today because they had the the rave to the grave, and then they had Return of the Living Dead Necropolis or whatever. Remember we were just talking about it the other. Right. Yeah, so, but we do have another movie that we're going to be talking about here, and that is the sequel, House of the Dead Two, from two thousand and five. A virus breaks out in the university. And people start to become zombies after 29 days. Har, har, har. Because <laughs> 28 days later, they say in the movie, they're like, 29 days later. Uh, there's a team of AMS scientists and soldiers who are sent in to deal with the problem. But while they search, things go wrong. Shocking. Total tagline. Tagline. All guts. No glory. Original. <laughs> This was not directed by Yobol. It was actually directed by Michael Hurst, who actually has been more of a writer for movies than he has for direction. He's done quite a few more writing uh, credits, but he's also written for some of the movies he directed as well. Some of the movies he's written for, like Ninja, Mansquito, and more. He also directed Pumpkinhead 4, Blood Feud, Room 6, which he both wrote for, and more. We also have three writers on this movie. Peter Scherer, who did the story, he was in Alone in the Dark. He was the writer on Alone in the Dark 1 and 2 and the Far Cry game, by the way. You got Michael Roche, who also helped with the story, who also worked on those movies and the game and the game. We also have Mark A. Altman, who did the screenplay, he did the main writing on it, not the idea man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Who's a pretty big producer now who wrote for Dead and Deader. The Dark Room, The Librarians, Pandora TV shows, and more. And Dead and Deader, by the way, keeps popping up in all of our stuff. Do you notice? Yep. There's a reason, and we'll get to that in our trivia for this movie. Now, the cast for this movie is Emmanuel Volgier. I think Volgier. Uh, she plays Nightingale. She's the badass woman in this movie. She was in Saul 2, Two and a Half Men, CSI New York, Ripper, Wishmaster 3, Smallville, The Pot Twins. The Poe Twins TV show? I'm not, I've never heard of it. And more. We also have Ed Quinn, who plays Ellis, her partner. He was in True Blood, Two Broke Girls TV show, Starship Troopers 2, Werewolf the Beast Among Us game, Revenge TV show, which you used to watch, and The Oval yes, TV. Yes, I did, and I watched The Oval. Did you really? Yes, I did. <laughs> All those stupid dramas, like just guilty pleasures, can't help it. Also, we have rapper-turned-actor Sticky Fingers from Onyx. Slam! Shake your rump, rump! No, just shake your rump. I don't remember if that's that. But he plays Dalton in the movie. 
he's actually acted in a lot of different movies and of course you know some of his music videos and stuff but he was in Dead Presidents, Lockdown, Next Friday, Leprechaun 6, Back to the Hood. Yeah. <laughs> Platinum TV series, The Shield TV series, and a lot more. He's actually booked this whole year. Oh, yeah. Like, he's, like, got six or seven different things that are waiting to come out. Anything good? Uh, nothing I knew oh, okay. or I never heard of, so. Never mind. We also have Steve Monroe, who plays O'Connor. He was in Miss Congeniality, the following TV show, superhero the movie. following. <laughs> superhero TV or superhero movie, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend TV show, 911 TV show, a uh, new movie called The Harbinger that's coming out, and more. We also have Victoria Pratt, who plays Henson. She was in Heartland TV, Daily Break, the TV series. I think it was on Netflix. Mutant X, the series. And Once a Thief TV show and more. We also have James Parks, who plays Pratt. Surprisingly, he's been in a lot of stuff. He was in The Hateful Eight, Kill Bill 1 and 2, The Sun TV show, which is pretty popular, True Blood TV show, Machete, Rubber from Dust Till Dawn 2. Mm -hmm. So he's been on a ton of stuff. We also have Nadine Velasquez, who plays Rodriguez in this movie. She was in The League TV series, Heart of Dixie TV series, Ride Along 2, Queens TV series and more. And last but not least, we have Ellie Cornell, who Christina pointed out, who plays Jordan Casper, who returns in a wheelchair this time without her legs. She somehow survived zombies biting off her fucking legs. And now she's off out for revenge. And she's out for revenge without any kind of sickness. She could be the cure right there, and they don't even test her. And they her. don't even know because, you know, yeah. scientists. Fuck. I don't know. What the fuck? <laughs> So, Christina, <laughs> what are your thoughts on this fine sequel? FYI, this is not does this does not take place in a house, so it is not a house of the dead. Is that a this, school of the dead? This takes place at a college campus, so it yeah. is University of the Dead, which they that's what they should have called it. In my opinion. <laughs> well, they had to use the name. I didn't even know this existed. I had no idea they made a sequel. I'm assuming it is straight to video. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. I like this one a little bit more because it was a it was more tolerable. Yeah. Okay. The first one, the plot line was made more sense. Like you said, there was a purpose. They were there to do something, even though they they it was like stereotypical bullshit that yeah. went on. But I mean, that's okay. It was still better than the first one. Um. Even though they. It was obviously a very cheesy movie, and I think they played into it, that. Yeah, it's like it was self-aware, though, this yeah, time. Like, yeah, the you, other one was not. Which makes it more bearable, and it's yeah. like, you're, it's okay watching Like, that. even though the jokes were bad in this one, in the sequel, they were still funnier than the one in the first one. Right, they were totally... And they didn't feel, like, so jarring. Yeah, cringy. That yeah. It was just the other ones... Were there's just some so, cringy ones in well, here. The, yeah, there's cringy ones in here, but... But in the so bad it's good sense, yeah, I think. Yeah, exactly. It's like they hit on that other side of right. Oh God, disgusting. Oh, okay, that's funny. It's a good point. Yeah, thanks. I try. The other side. I like how you point that out because it is. There's like two sides to that joke. Like there's the not funny at all kind of joke, and then there's the so bad it's good kind of joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Which is, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be like that, but it happens. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Um, I like the the zombies in here were much better. The kills were much better. I mean, they were kind of, I kind of got bored a little bit in the, in sure. the middle. I kind of like lost focus. So I probably don't know what was going on. I'm sorry. I tried to take notes, but I got bored. It's tropey. It's nothing new. Yeah, but it is much better 
than that first one. Yeah. And yeah, you and you could tell they actually I'm sure they had less of a budget, but you could tell they kind of did more with it. Right. In my opinion, I guess. I don't know. Okay, so I'm going to give this one a three out of ten. Really? Okay. Yes. What did you think, Alex? Well, so if you love the first, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to hate the second. This one actually I do feel is a little bit better flow-wise, especially story-wise. It actually has a story. What do you know? It doesn't feel like it's just thrown together with, like, you know, straw and bad fucking wishes. I don't know. It's just it's it just kind of feels better. It's it's not great by any means, but at least there was some cohesive events that happened and storyline that you could follow from beginning to end. And, it you know, it finished. So I could see some people thinking to, uh, you know, this one as a so bad it's good film, honestly, like not a high level one. But right. a decent one nonetheless, because there are two scenes in this movie that just crack me up, uh, which I, I, I would be all right calling this as as long as the number for that would be, like I said, very low on the so bad it's good scale. Mm-hmm. You know, while some of the some have movies have pretty funny moments that feel like they're faked on purpose. We thought it felt a bit more self-aware, like we were saying. It was like almost trying, not trying Oh yeah, it kind of felt like it was trying to be so bad it's good in some ways. Yeah, I because think there's so. one scene in this movie that I was just like, there is absolutely no way they didn't laugh, all laugh at that scene. Mm-hmm. Don't you know I'm talking about the one in the ambulance in the beginning? Oh yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll get into that. But if you guys have seen it, then you'll know. Uh, I'm like trying not to ruin this really terrible movie for you. But uh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> Still, there's a lot of scenes that seem to be taking itself a little too seriously in this one, while others it was not. So it has that weird mix of it. Comedy and serious tropes, you know, a bunch of military officers and kids fighting the dead in the beginning. And this one takes its silly ass off the island, which is kind of nice, and into the mainland, like she said, on college campus. That's where a month goes by and this hasn't spread across the entire country weird (laughs) but it's still kind of interesting how they take on the dead in this one they're trying to extract a vial or they're trying to get a vial of blood from one of the original zombies that got infected so that they can reverse engineer some sort of anti some sort of some sort of vax to help uh, heal or stop the virus from spreading and it's already mutated so many times and it's become next to impossible to find one you know, in the movie. So that's like a struggle that they deal with. But this one, you know, this is pretty straightforward, you know, with boobs and blood, pretty much all the gore you need, but nothing that stands out really blood wise or gore wise that would make you go, oh, I need to come back and see that scene again, you know, mm-hmm. but at least it's in there. You know, there, there there is gore. There is like, you know, they make an attempt. And I think it in this case actually boosts the movie a little bit because I've seen so many of these types of movies that didn't have the gore in it mm-hmm. and they're just a slog of a watch. It's kind of like that fucking movie with, um, who's the one that I watched with Josh? I don't know. The one with the vampires in it. Steven Seagal. Oh, the one that me and Josh or Josh and I watched. <laughs> yeah. It's almost as bad as that. That one didn't even really have that much gore in it. You know what I mean? So, but this one does. So it kind of makes it up for a little bit, but I don't know. It's definitely one of those nineties like straight to video kind of feeling video movies. But, you know, there is some entertainment value to it. Plus, the zombies feel like they look, they took some time with them a little bit more than they did in the first one. Mm-hmm. And they actually don't look so bad. Like, there's some different variations of the zombies, too, like big ones, small ones, 
Um, I don't know. Lots of the, the worst lines you can make this movie into a sort of a S big pizza and beer night for your friends. I think mm-hmm. it would be safe to watch and not watch it a hundred percent and just be like, what the fuck? Honestly, it's, it, I don't, I really don't think it's great, but it's not as nearly as bad as I thought it was going to be. It's still not a champion. It's just there. So I'd probably give this like a 3.5 or a four oh, there you go. out of 10. So, so a three, huh? So a three, no, three, no, I said 3.5 or a four. Like I said, it's it's leaning towards that because it is definitely below average, but it is, I've seen. But it's better than the other one, which you give it three. Yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, definitely I uh, feel like this is the only one that I could rewatch really that, that right, I, I think agree. redeems it a little bit, self a little bit, because just for the moments that I was talking about, like we, that we can't talk about yet, but we're going to, we're actually going to go talk about some of the trivia that we found for this movie and those scenes. If you don't care, just listen in. It's, they're not really missing out that much. Um, but you can find both of these movies, I think online that you can rent, um, on any of your digital platforms. Actually, you can watch the first one on House, the House of the Dead from 2003 on Hulu, believe it or not. And you can watch House of the Dead 2 from 2005 on any of your like streaming services. You'll have to pay $3.99, but I'd honestly just go to a secondhand store. You'll probably find it for a dollar. there's probably many copies that they can't get rid of and they might even pay you to get rid of these movies so but yeah both of them if you want to check them out um yeah there you go but if you don't want anything spoiled here is your warning so the original script that they bought was a another story Mm -hmm. they just turned it into a house of the dead movie do you understand? Okay, yeah, yeah. So this was actually a German script that they bought and it just so happened to take place, which the funny thing is, is that when Mike Hurst got the job, he was like, where are you going to put the house of the dead? Like, where's it going to take place? He was like, I don't know, maybe like a school or college or something like that. And then it just so happened that the script that they got oh, took place in a college, college town. And so he kept it in there, you know, mm-hmm. including the whole patient zero thing in there, which he thought was like a, uh, a good thing to have in the movie to kind of keep the pr- progression of the movie going yeah, along. Yeah, something to do. Explain it away, at least. Right. The writer and the director, the main screenwriter and the director, also were big, are big Fulci and uh, Argento fans. And they were like, we wanted to do our own thing, you know, but just our own version. And I'm like, yeah, this is nothing like Fulci or Argento. But I think that because they are fans of those two, they made sure that there was gore in there. Oh. So, you know. Silver lining, I guess. Um, U-Bowl, of course, did not return to the sequel because he was actually working on Blood Rain. Oh. So he couldn't do it. And, you know, it was probably best for the best. (laughs) A lot of people give U-Bowl a lot of shit, dude. And he is, I mean, you know, he's taken it poorly and he's taken it well. Like, the guy will seriously, like, fight people in a ring. (laughs) I'm not joking. Right. He will challenge anybody who shits on his movies to come fight him in a ring. Uh-huh. And he has. And they document it as a way that really? he... Really? Yeah, because he wants to... F- I'm sure, in a way, it's his, like, you know, getting over the, the insults kind of thing. Yeah. And trying to be a fun guy or at least appearing to be one. I understand that. I mean, I feel bad for, you know, not right. liking it. I mean, but, you know, we all work and we all do shitty work sometimes. So, yeah, you yeah. know, it's just a part of it. I think one of the best things that he's ever done is that fucking movie where the guy goes out on a killing spree 
Oh, was it the Washington one? No, like, no, no. He did a whole franchise of them, and I'm just my brain rampage. Ah, oh. because he did rampage, and he did pres uh, rampage Washington, and then rampage President Down. The, right. But the funny thing is, is that he didn't really direct any of the people in the first rampage movie. Mm -hmm. because it was all off the top of their heads. They were mm -hmm. making it up as they went. Oh. There wasn't a lot of dialogue in the movie, and they just kind of went for it. Mm -hmm. And somehow, luckily, it just kind of worked out. And it actually has the lead star, that the lead star is in it, is in the Freddy versus Jason movie. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, how funny. He's one of the guys that gets out of the hospital with the other guy, mm -hmm. and they're like the crazy guys, you know what I mean? And that's that's what it is. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I think those are probably better. We have like two of them out of the three. <laughs> I have not seen the other ones. But anyway, so while the soldiers are at the firing range, I don't know if you noticed, they have the, the zombies faces on the targets. And then one of them has the head of Paris Hilton. Uh, right. Right. Because that was a big thing back then. Right. That's what I was thinking. Like she was like the hated. Kardashians now. Like she was right. everywhere, everywhere. Yeah, she and was everyone was like, why? Why is she everywhere? Yeah, everybody hated her for getting success through sex videos. Now everybody does sex videos. Right. So And to get famous. Right. <laughs> so they like plan it now. You know what I mean? Like, So I think in like three years, we'll have my sex video come out. And I think that'll be the perfect time to really launch my Instagram career. <laughs> the, there was a third film that they were going to put out originally titled House of the Dead 3. It had been discussed since mid-2006. Mark A. Altman, the guy who wrote this one, he said it's a completely different approach to the material than the first two films, and I doubt it will ever be called House of the Dead 3, which this was before the movie got made because they actually did make the movie mm -hmm. Dead and Deader. Oh, okay. Yeah, the film was directed by Patrick Dinant and starring Dean Cain, which ended up with the title Dead and Deader. And it premiered on Sci-Fi on de December 2006. Dean Cain. And it went straight to DVD on two th in 2007. So no House of the Dead references were in there or anything. Aww. It was just going to be slap the name on kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. That's pretty much all the trivia that I got on there. There really isn't a lot about these movies. I like kind of looked and like pretty much if there's anything talking about it, it's just shitting on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> a lot Aww. of it. Yeah. So, I mean, I ha I know that there's like a documentary about you, Bowl, uh, that I could have watched or something like that. And it's like, you know, you feel kind of bad for him because he's like shit on so much. He's made so many bad movies, you know? Yeah. It's just like, where does he keep getting this money? You know? And everybody, right. this is back in the time when a lot of people, I think, were saying stuff like uh, that, you know, where, where, why are people getting the money for these stupid movies? When they could be doing something original and buying original concept. Oh. You know, they still say that, but that was bigger back then. Right. That was before everybody started hating on the reboots and everything. Right. You know, because that's when the reboots started coming in. The re right. They the, started, the remakes. started kicking off. Yeah, yeah. It was around that time. So not that he did this movie, but I'm just saying uh, he's the one that started it. Sorry. Speaking of reboots, I'm going to sideline. What do you think about them remaking The Crow? I don't know. Skarsgård's going to do it. I mean, I guess that's cool. Uh, like, I'm all for reboots and stuff, but that one, I just, I don't think they should touch it. He died making that movie. Like, it seems kind of weird. It's tacky. It's disrespectful to me. Yeah, I don't know about that. I don't really think. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, someone, died. someone wrote some story and that happened. I mean, yeah, it's tragic, but I mean, like, I think it's times it's past. 
It's enough time to pass. I, do I think it's going to be good? Probably not. Well, we always say that, but... Because you're going to have those people, like... I mean, to be honest, if you go back and watch The Crow, I haven't seen it in a while, so I, I can't say... I need to watch it. I don't know if I'll like it or not. Like, it was a time that... Yeah, it was totally You know that, what I'm saying? That, like, that time was just... It was just a different vibe of things in movies. Like, yeah. you know? Like, it was almost like The Matrix. And it's just... I don't... I just don't know how I'd feel about it. Right. So... Anyway, back anyway. to... Back to this movie, Sorry. Christina. Oh, great. Let's go. Um... So do you want to like, oh, so, so the movie kicks off with a bunch of frat kids going in with a bunch of guns. You think it has something to do with the zombies and then you see that they're squirt guns and then you realize that they're raiding the girl's dorm, spraying all the girl's chest because, you know. Instant cringe. (laughs) (laughs) So that's what I wrote down. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I remember uh, there was that scene like. Where one of the girls, like, one of the guys comes in and there's, like, this really long dialogue between the guy who's having sex with the girl, another dude that comes in, and one of the other guys who squirted her with a squirt gun. Right. And it's, like, really too long and just, like, Awkward uh. and disgusting. Yeah, Christina was not happy. I was not. (laughs) I just, I don't like that humor, that college. Yeah. I'm sorry, college and then just degrading women humor. Like, treat women like objects. That's what I said. That kind of college humor. It's just so... You treat objects like women, man. (laughs) (laughs) You know what that's from? No. (laughs) Uh, The Big Lebowski. Oh, okay. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that's what it's from. So it's funny because after all that, like, the frat house scene... All of a sudden, you see there's this the girl runs the girl he was talking to like runs out that that dorm. Yeah, with her runs, av- like completely topless, but she puts it on. Right, and then she gets hit by a car, and then all of a sudden, Sig Haig gets out of the car. Yeah, fucking Sig Haig gets. And she's out like, of the "Oh, it's okay, car. Professor. I'm okay." And he's like, "Oh, good." Yeah. Bap. And they totally dubbed his voice. <laughs> oh, a couple of times when he was like. Which is completely obvious. Well, because like he's only in the movie for like yeah a, a split second. Two scenes, like yeah. one scene where he picks up the girl, puts her in the trunk, puts her on the table, and of course cuts her clothes off. Yeah, because so you, you got to see her boobs again. Not just did... boobs, Christina. Oh, everything because we didn't see it before we when got she was the... naked before. Yeah, we got the full package Jesus. this time, laying on the thing, and then. She disappears off the, the gurney table Ooh, I wonder and he's what... like, I'm a failure. And he flips some paper. <laughs> and that's when they dubbed his voice when he's like walking to the. Because <laughs> that's when they show the Generation Zero zombie, the one that he got. That's like locked up. In yeah. And he was like, I'm a failure. I'm a failure. <laughs> God damn it. I'm a failure. And then she runs up behind him and, and then bites him. And then Which, he turns into a zombie. You know, he's been in a lot of zombie films. I know he yeah. was in Night of the Living Dead 3D mm-hmm. uh, with a shovel scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a bigger part in that. So he's been in a lot of zombie films, that's for sure. One of my favorites that he's in, he barely talks. And it's that science fiction one that oh, I always... Oh, the space... Uh, what's it? Oh, didn't you get him to sign that... DVD. Yes, I did actually. I remember. Yeah, I've told the story before. Galaxy of Terror. Oh yeah, that's right. That's the one. That's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I mean, obviously he's good in the fucking the uh, Devil's Rejects. Devil's and, Rejects. Oh yeah, and, House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah, I wouldn't say he. I mean, he's barely there in the third one, to be honest with you. But that was, you know, that was right before he passed away. Right. How did you like? Okay, I like the library scene. The zombies kept popping out. Of the fucking 
you know, the shelving, you know, typical library scene. And then the oh, woman comes out and she's like, shh. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, there was a there was a guy who was like hunched over. And then one of the uh, army guys was like, that's not a zombie. I know what zombies look like. They're, why the fuck is he, he's studying? Zombies don't study, blah, blah, blah. And then, of course, he walks closer and he pops up and he's a zombie. And then he was like shocked. Zombies can't read. <laughs> He's like, this ain't hooked on phonics, so give it a rest. And the zombie geeks all reading the book or whatever. <laughs> Silly. Um, but back to the beginning of the movie where we, 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 we didn't jump to. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, there's, a, there's a guy who's saying he's a neurologist sitting down on a date with this girl who's asking him a lot of questions. We find out that this is Nightingale. She's one of the main stars in the movie. And she's there to stomp some zombie ass. Surprise, surprise. A zombie fucking happens to appear in the fucking alleyway. And it's Sid Haig who bites the chef. And he offers him a salad. He's like, here. And he puts it on the ground. <laughs> he puts it on the ground. Like, here, you can eat it on the ground, you, you piece of you shit. Dog. <laughs> you homeless piece of shit. <laughs> and then Sid Haig kicks it over. And he's like, hey, I gave you a salad. Like, who the fuck wants a salad anyway? You know, he didn't even put dressing on it. Hey, he's French. <laughs> That's, he even said that. Yeah, that was, was like, like the worst French accent, too. It was pretty bad. But it turns out he works, uh, you know, like the, the guy who's like saying he's a neurologist while this is all happening in the back. She turns out he works for Blockbuster, we find out later on. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just trying to pick up these girls like he met on a dating service. Yeah, online dating. And she's dating. there specifically to stomp zombie ass. How the fuck does she know that there's going to be a zombie outbreak there? I don't know. Right. And the question, I'm just like, what? I don't like, she shot the chef at all, but the waiter got bit. He gets back up and then they take him on a gurney and strap him down. And that's when you meet uh, Nightingale's other fucking like buddy agent. Agent, yeah. Yeah, Ellis, who is this guy. It's almost kind of like, I don't know. He's Mr. Suave or whatever. But there's this scene and this is my favorite thing in the whole fucking movie, by the way. They're sitting in the back of the ambulance with that fucking zombie. It's strapped down and it's acting like really aggravated. And he is talking about how he lost his brother a couple of weeks ago mm -hmm. to some zombie shit. And she's like, oh, I didn't know. You know, I'm so sorry. And he was like, it's cool. You know, I'm just kind of dealing, you know. And then the zombie's like screaming and like and then he just pulls out his gun, shoots it. Blood literally sprays Explodes. all over him and her. Like, and we're talking copious amounts. They do two different cuts because like one had less. So they used the one that had less because originally like when the blood squirts, it just slaps all over his mouth and face. And he, they, they, they couldn't use the shot. You know what I mean? Right. So they use, but you see blood all over him and all over the back of the van and the sides of the van. And they just continue their story. Their conversation yeah. of what they did for the day. Yeah. Like as if nothing happened, as if they didn't just pop a fucking bag Innocent. of fucking of infection all over the fucking place. And it's like getting in their mouth situation. That's what I'm That's saying. Like, like dude. dude, this is infected blood. Literally infected blood, and you guys are not even worried about it. 
They continue on to the next scene where they're at the cop station or whatever, Mm -hmm. and they're just talking to everybody, like, no big deal. And then they go into the whole bathroom, and that's when they wash off their faces, (laughs) which it's it's just so ridiculous to me, the way that he just pops it in the head. And then he's like, yeah, you know, I like chicken hamburgers, too, you know? They're just so delicious. And it's like, okay, you're a badass, I guess. (laughs) But it's just the whole time you're watching this and it happens, you're thinking to yourself, Okay, what are these actors thinking right now? (laughs) Like, were they laughing? Because I would have laughed. I don't know. It's just funny to me. Then they meet Dalton, a.k.a. Sticky Fingers from Onyx. And they call call him Hyper Sapiens, too, to be really cool. But that was probably in the original script. Uh. So some of the characters in the movie call him zombies, like the kids, I think, do. Mm-hmm. And then the other people keep calling him hyper sapiens. But they the educated, the educated people. Right. It makes it sounds more science. We're smart. Yeah. When they go back to the school, this things are shit like everything's breaking loose. You know what I mean? They have a whole team of soldiers who have literally never fought any kind of zombies whatsoever. And they just needed some backup or whatever. And these guys are all doing the whole typical trope be like round robin of how each of them are you know you got the real shady one that always turns out bad by the end the greedy one right the funny one the you know like the guy that you know is gonna die right the wholehearted yeah then there's there's like the strong one you know should survive and that which is that woman a hamilton or something like that i can't remember the blonde haired girl right and then uh what was his name who was the guy who was the bart that's his name Right, the greedy guy. He was the fucking dickhead guy that was like in it mm-hmm. for himself. Who gets bit by a mosquito. And yeah, and gets infected. And gets infected by a mosquito. We think. Yeah, but then they circle it back around towards the end and he's like, well, the mosquitoes don't carry enough blood to infect you, blah, blah, blah. But you're going to give me that fucking sample so I can make a lot of money. <laughs> oh my God. There was a scene where I can't remember who, who did it. I think it was Dalton, but he shoots a zombie in the head and he's like, sometimes a mind isn't a terrible thing to waste. <laughs> Gigantic eye roll. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> but that was one of the funnier scenes. Yeah. It kind of made me laugh. Um, yeah. See, these jokes hit. Yeah. Like, they're, oh, know, yeah. These jokes hit. These are strong ones. Yeah. Like, <laughs> really. To the other movie. <laughs> There is a lot of really weird scenes in the movie. It's just like, where where did these, why did these zombies like, like they're different in this movie. Like these zombies kind of go about their regular business. Like they carry things. They, they. Yeah. They're breeding. Yeah. Like, they're tricking them. They, like, they talk. Yeah. You know, yeah, they, the, the ones towards the end. Yeah. They like, yeah, we're all against them and they were like sabotaging them and shit. Right. Yeah. What I thought was funny, so they got the sample, right? Mm -hmm. They got the sample, and then all of a sudden they lost the sample because, you know, scientists wouldn't take two samples. They would just take one sample. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense at all. They lost the sample, so they had to go back to get another sample. I thought that was funny. Yeah, after they just, like, told them to send the missiles to blow up the place. Which this is very similar, by the way, to the whole vampire movie that I just watched with Josh, like, the whole Steven Seagal thing. Oh, is it? Very similar. We're talking, like, that was a hospital. This is, you know, they had to, you know, they're trying to do... All these different things, and they're trying to get out of there, and they have missiles coming. And it's like they had to go back in there, mm-hmm. seconds behind 
one you know one of them i we think dies and alice is leaving and you see the missile dropping on the building and nightingale's like like go go and he jumps out the front door like an idiot and the whole building fucking explodes right behind him which i'm thinking missile like i don't know yeah and then he goes back to where they're they got dropped off and bart's there and he threatens to kill alice he's like talking about how he cut he, he knew that he was going to get infected anyway at some point. Mm-hmm. So he ended up cutting off his own arm so that he wouldn't oh, get yeah, it. Oh, yeah, that's right. And it was a horrible, like, obviously, they just put a bandage over his knuckles. Right. He's like, look, I had to cut off my hand. Yeah, so Bart is like, I'm going to, th- he's like, I'm going to kill you. You need to give me that blood or whatever. And, like, Nightingale shows up out of the blue and is like, you can't, you know, like, you're like, how the fuck she live? Like, when you see the building, it's, like, exploded and everything. There's no mm-hmm. way she lived through that. But Bart suddenly throws a grenade under the truck, and they both dive, and uh, the, but the blood gets crushed. Oh. So all of this whole wonderful storyline is just all for naught. Mm-hmm. And uh, plus, Nightingale may have been bitten, so she's like, oh, I might change here soon. You sure you want to put me out of my misery right now? Or he's like, well, just wait. Everything's <laughs> a fucking mess and a mess. You know, but they decided to wait it out. And it's like, that's the end of the movie, yep, pretty much. Yeah, that's it. Goodbye. Then they bomb the whole place, and it's like... Goodbye. Better than the first one. I think they were trying to leave it open, maybe, for, like, another sequel, but they never did it, so... That's okay. I'm fine. I'm happy with it. I'm glad we got this over and done with. Yeah, is it that it bad? Put it in the books. I don't it's in the books. You know, it was kind of uneventful, but also eventful. Like, there's some, like, funny parts in the movie. So, I mean, it wasn't a complete waste or anything this week. But we had to do it for science, Christina. We right. had to. And we do need to watch, we need to rewatch something we also hated soon again, I think. I think it's because we, we saw it in the theater. I think it would be different if we saw it at home. Yeah, I just, I remember when we watched that movie. I was scared to take a bite of popcorn. <laughs> I got a big bag, and I'm like, the whole movie is silent. Like, <laughs> yeah, like, no matter what I did, you were going to hear me eat yeah. popcorn. And I think our expectations, my expectations, were super high for the movie. Right, well, so Stephen was King was like, like, yeah, that's one of the best movies ever made. I just think we need to rewatch it. But I don't know. I tried rewatching Lords of Salem, and that didn't, didn't no. No thanks. Yeah. No. Yeah, that one, I, I don't know. <laughs> Other than the song that they use, it's kind of like... Yeah, boring. Mm. So next week, we've decided that we're going to be watching some sort of serial killer style movies, like movies about people who are serial killers. Not necessarily, although we could do something for real instead of like Hannibal Lecter. No, that's fine. Did you want to do two real ones or did you No, wanna... let's do what we already put down. So I've never seen the original Manhunter, and I feel bad like that I've never really watched it. And if I did, I it's been so long I don't remember. Let's do it. So we're thinking about doing Manhunter. 1986. From 1986 and... Son of Sam from 1999. Yeah, the Son of Sam, S-O-S, from 1999. So one's real, one's kind of not, but whatever. It's serial killers, and we kind of... I don't know. I, I, I like Son of Sam and I haven't seen it in a while. I remember the first time I watched Son of Sam was right after I watched the Blair Witch in a the theater ah. because we had so much time in between mm-hmm. to wait mm-hmm. that we had enough time to watch a movie. Another movie. And nice. they were like, if you want to watch another movie, we'll give you a free pass. And so we were like, OK, let's watch Son of Sam. So we did. Oh, that's interesting. And then right afterwards, we went, we went and saw Blair Witch. Blair Witch yeah. Ah. 
And this was in downtown Baltimore, too. See, it's so funny because Blur Witch, I went to the opening of right. Blur Witch That's here. what I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. That's like, it was before everybody started ruining everything for us. Yeah, so it Before made it everybody more... just was like, no fun police, by the way. It was more enjoyable. At, at, who's having fun over here? Who's enjoying themselves thinking it's real? But, well, but it, you know, still not as good. Yeah. <laughs> it's only good because of how we saw it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I mean, it's just, you know, it was the experience. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, it's like going to a party. The party is not the memorable part. It's what you did at the party. Exactly. Right, so... Anyway, guys, uh, hopefully that'll be a good one for you guys to watch. We'll make up for some of the <laughs> House of the Dead movies. But, you know, sometimes we got to go back and see some bad movies to know what good ones are like. You know what I mean? So <laughs> this next week, we're going to watch those two movies. Hopefully you'll join us. Just in time for Easter. And by the way, I said it wrong, by the way, guys. It's Summer of Sam. I keep saying Son of Sam because of, that's what it's, it's a play on words because he was called the Son of Sam. And anyway. You can rent uh, Summer of Sam on, like, your regular places. I think it's on uh, Apple TV. You can get it on Amazon, Google, all those places. It's all pretty much $3.99, or it's on Hoopla. So Also, Manhunter is on as well for $3.99. You can watch it on all those services. Uh, I think it's... Uh, there's no free places that I see that are on for it, but the best price you're going to get is $3.99 to rent there, too. So unless you own the movie and then you can just watch it along with us. But yeah, you can even buy it for $5.99. So if you haven't. Or you can go to your library. Yeah. Christina was saying that. No, not Manhunter. Yeah, they might have it. They might have it. Yeah. Christina likes to get like like streaming service because we can get streaming service from our library so we can watch like 1080p movies and stuff. Mm -hmm. 4K even. Yep. So, but... Yeah, hopefully you guys will enjoy that for next week. We definitely look forward to doing it with you guys. But thanks for coming by this week. And let us know what you think about the movies, by the way. If you've seen them, if you defend them, do you like them, do you hate them? And is it necessary sometimes to watch these bad movies just to get a feel of the good ones? But thanks for coming by, guys. And as always, long live the void. So...